G'day, g'day, g'day. Welcome all to the uh, Average Man Podcast, episode 21, Detachable Penis. Um, I'd like to do a few shout-outs before I get underway. Uh, Shout-out, as always, to Shafted Spearfishing, a local fish fishing crew here in town. Get hold of those guys on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Check out their page. Uh, like them, share them, get behind them and support them. Uh, I'd also like to shout out to Captured by Carlos, an Average Man Podcast alumni and a local photographer here in town. Also get hold of him on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Check out his photos of the Pilbara and abroad. He's a brilliant photographer with a really good passion for life and I love the way he tells a story through his photos. So get hold of Carlos on any of those uh, formats and give him a follow, like and a share. <clears throat> also I'd like to shout out to Two Way Hire Services. Who, um, they're a Perth-based company, um, it's, it's just providing everything two-way radio based for you. So whether you need to hire them or buy them or whatever or service your um, existing material, um, equipment, get hold of Ross on Instagram or Facebook for all your two-way radio servicing needs. Um, also, Samat Carpentry and Construction. Um, these guys are a local car- carpentry construction team. Um yeah, they are just a lot. Basically, some reliable carpenters um, who do what they're going to say when they're going to do it. They do high quality work, and they're you know they're they're competitive on their race. They're not going to rip anybody anybody off or anything like that. And it's uh, hard to find those traits in a lot of um, carpenters and and construction companies in town. So get hold of those the boys um, for any of your any building needs that you guys may need building or maintenance. And lastly, but late, but not least, I'd like to shout out to PCC um, Productions, the audiovisual specialists. Brad Holder from PCC hooked me up with this week's guest, who is uh, William James Smith. Um, basically, uh, the dude's written a great um, one-man musical, um, and I thought I'd get a hold of him and have a chat with him and do a bit of an interview. And the guy really didn't just didn't uh, let me down, man. He was really Good chat, really interesting, funny guy, man. I could have spoken to him for another hour easily, but uh, unfortunately life has time restraints sometimes, so I had to, to kind of wrap it up where we did. But just a great conversation, great guy. Um, yeah, really fun, really enjoyed this one. So without any more preamble, I'll just um, hit play on the next segment and you guys can get to know Brad uh, uh, William James Smith for yourself. So, yeah, Average Man Podcast. Episode 21, Detachable Penis. Here we go. Uh, g'day, g'day, g'day. Welcome men and women, average men and women, to episode number 21 of the Average Man Podcast. This is Detachable Penis. Um, today's guest, I have William James Smith. And I was going to ask you, that's what your profile name says, William James Smith, and that's what, what, what do you like to be called? Do you, 
William James That's Smith. That's it. Or, yes, please. Yeah. William James Smith. William when James I'm, when Smith. When I'm doing theatre and music yes. entertainment, I like to be called William James Smith. William because, James Smith. Because good name. Yeah, well, thank you, sir. Good, strong name. I, I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, well, it took me a while to get used to. I mean, when your name's Will Smith. Hey, nice. Uh, yeah, right, yeah, actually, yeah, no, I didn't even put it together, mate. Right, yeah, yeah. My go through my life, you know. So, oh, getting jiggy with it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You Man in black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was expecting someone with more of a tan or whatever. <laughs> but it's like, so whenever I write my name down, I never write Will Smith. I put William, William James. and then Smith, and then the word James in between. It just yeah, yep, breaks so, it up. Right, see. Well, it worked with me, mate. Right, so. fools them for just long yeah. enough for me to get away. Like, I actually yeah. saw it as William James, and then it goes straight to your profile. It says William James Smith, and I was already thinking about, okay, do I call him William? I'll call him William James. Uh, how do I speak to this dude? Right, so yeah. it threw me off. I didn't even think about Will Smith. So right, right. Yeah, that, that, that's the plan. That's yeah. the plan. Yes. Uh, and I'll, also, of course, the three name thing is a bit of theatrical wank yeah, that yeah. I like to indulge in. They're like Andrew Lloyd Webber. Everyone thinks Lloyd is hyphenated Lloyd Webber. It's not. It's just his. He it's just to his use name. That name. Also, serial killers always have three names. Oh, oh they do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Serial killers always I have three names. I guess that's positive. Yeah. Well, they're famous, I oh, guess. They, yeah, they are. They're, they're well-known people. Yeah, yeah. It's not for possibly into right reasons. Look into it. Oh, there you go. So, I'm, I'm fine people being sensitive about names, mate. My first name's actually Warren, but I go by, by Dave, David, so this is my middle name. Warren. So, Warren's okay. my first name, yeah. So well, but, I, um, I, I, That is a, that is a, a respectable Australian-sounding name. What's it's up? just because you... You know, your name means the same as like where rabbits hang out. Where rabbits live, yeah. That's, uh, I I've, I've got two old I'm allowed brothers. to do this. I'm going Will Smith. I'm allowed to give yeah. people shit well, for their names, right? right? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Cop it all. I'd be called Wazer if I stuck with Warren. So yeah. Wazer. I'm glad. I'm glad my brothers didn't like it when I came home from the hospital. Refused to call me Warren, so we went with the middle name. It's the best thing they ever did for me. All right. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like me. When I came home, I was I was uh, Bill Smith. Bill Smith. Right. Who was calling you Bill? Well. Thankfully, no one, because my aunt found out that my name was William and my last name was Smith, of course, and it's like, all right, there's enough yeah. Bill Smiths in the world, he's going to be Will. Yeah. And so she instilled everyone that my name was Will, which how, how has the downside of being called Willie. Yeah, okay. But uh, yeah. Yeah. it's better than just being another Bill Smith. That another Bill, Bill Smith is a little bit nondescript, really, isn't it? I think so, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. no disrespect to all the Bill Smiths out there, there's a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, we love you, Bills. Uh, but how old are you, roughly? What, what roughly you can tell me exactly you're not a woman how old are you <laughs> how old are you I was born in the 70s well yeah somewhere in the middle yeah okay yeah. so then Will Smith wasn't a thing when you were born anyway no that happened as I you had were about 20 up. years of peace and then he he changed his name from the bloody Fresh Prince to Will Smith when yeah. he became an actor hey at least he's a legend he's, he's pretty awesome he's pretty cool He's, He's pretty cool, yeah, yeah. I mean, Men in Black is funny, very funny, yeah. It could have been worse, you know, Tom Cruise or something like that, someone who's a little bit of a wanker, you know, it would be worse. Yeah, right? yeah. the whole Scientology thing, yeah. yeah. Good actor, just a little bit of a wanker. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what's happening, dude? You've been out at a cattle station this weekend, was that what was going going on? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I've gone full Pilbara. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm a medical student, and I've been up here for... The third year of my course. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, doing your practical placement at the, that's, the that's right. Camp, yep, health campus here. And um, in the middle of the year, instead of flying back to Perth, I decided to go mustering. Mm-hmm. And so I went to Yarry Station. You just met somebody like through the hospital, or, or... kind of, yeah, yeah. Um, we someone. Um, I went randomly camping out to Cape Croydon and met some beautiful, other beautiful other spot. random people. Yeah, lovely yep. spot. 
And you just, you know, I think you, you end up sort of making these opportunities. We mm-hmm. just talked to these random people who said there's a start of Muster Party next week at the Ironclad in Marble Bar. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. You should go to that. So you go down to this party and then start talking to people about, about like... Um, that's right. About, about doing some mustering, helping out. Yeah, that's right. We met Annabelle Coppin, uh, who oh, owns yeah. the Yarry Station. Coppin, yeah. yeah. Lovely lady. And um, I think the most hardworking person I've ever met in all my yeah. years. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's so warm and welcoming. She's like, yeah, come on down anytime. And, and so I'm like, yeah, I took her up on it. Great. And Good so, opportunity. Yeah. And this was a return visit? Or so this is the second or third time you've This been is there, the is only chance I've had to go back yeah. to, to say good day again and, and cheerio for yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, and, and visited Coppins Gap. It's a lovely sort of billabong in the hills. And, yeah, and uh, out there, beautiful. Lovely spot, yeah. yeah just went hiking and um, it was we were very lucky uh very uh, mild weather, really. You've been really lucky with Super the weather. Lucky. So I think it's warming up this the end of this week, finally, you know, in December, which right. is crazy. How weird. Yeah, exactly. the summer began, and yet we're sort of like still hiking in the middle of the day without, like, passing out. It's pretty o- October's good. normally when it starts to blow out. November's a write-off, you know, but it's just been beautiful with that wind coming in. So yeah, can't yeah. complain. Beautiful breeze, yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, what, else, feel, what else What else? have you been doing? You're up here as a, as a medical student. Are you, you're from Perth, you said? So. Yeah, look, I think of myself as from Perth. Um, I was actually around. born in Brisbane. Okay. But I moved to Perth when I started uni a long time ago. And um, I made all the mates that I still have, with the exception of one bloke, uh, are all from Perth. Yeah. Because when I moved to Perth back in the day, I sort of fell in love with rock and roll and yeah. uh, and, and had my first band and stuff like okay. that and, and so the guys from that band are still my mates and cool. and that's, that's kind of where I learned to have a good time is Perth it's a, it's a good place to have a you, good time you're based your heart's in Perth you're kind of based there that's yeah. that's how it's worked out yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and um, you say you played in a band did you play uh, open up at the Northwest Fest at all did you, were you involved in that did I did you, yeah you did yeah I thought I saw your name uh, on the bill there at one stage so what 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 do you play? Like, Were you playing this, in a band? Who's this or? asshole? Calls himself uh, William James Smith. Oh, what a wanker. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it wasn't a band. It was a solo performance. Okay. Um, I sang and played the viola. Okay. Sang and played the viola. Yeah. yeah like, a viola is a fat violin, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. Of you, yeah. right? So, it's between a violin and a cello. Yep. And, medium uh, size that's right yeah and uh, it goes a little bit deeper so you can sort of play rhythm like sort of rhythm guitar on it mm. and uh, accompany yourself and um, yeah uh, what I played was uh, songs from a musical that I'd written a couple of years back sure um, essentially I, I wrote a musical about the Anzacs okay uh, I was very lucky I got a grant I was living in Melbourne at the time. Uh, I got a grant from the Anzac Centenary Committee um, and the Victorian government to put this on as part of the Anzac Centenary okay. in 2015. Okay. Um, and the songs were all written and I got them properly orchestrated and we recruited a cast and we put this show on and uh, I'm extremely proud of it because it had pyrotechnics. Yeah, okay. We had, like, flamethrowers. I'm not shitting you. <laughs> flamethrowers across the front of the stage, across <laughs> the back of the stage. We had flares. We had, like, machine guns that were, like, firing sparks. Jeez, <laughs> it a was metal like, show. It was awesome. <laughs> I, I, I'm so glad we just 
asked for like five grand in the budget for pyro yeah, and nice. we met this dude and uh he just like oh it was just the best thing ever. are crazy yeah, it was just so great they're crazy they oh they're insane it. this yeah. guy's mental you don't and have to egg him on very much no you know? not at this all we had to like hold him yeah. back yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he threw in all this stuff like explosives like um i i was playing the lead character and uh, you know, people would shoot me in the chest, and like the shirt would like burst open, <laughs> oh, shit. and they'd be like, "Blow the pyro!" It's like make sure you put that charge the right way around, yes, yeah, because so otherwise it'll blow yeah. into your chest. Okay, yeah. I'm like, okay, that'll, cool. That'll be the end of the musical. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, uh, we had such a good time. It was called Jacka VC. Jacka VC. Legend of Gallipoli. Okay, cool. and this is a guy who I believe all Australians should know who this Educate man was. Me. People in the military know who Albert Jacker was. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the first Australian to win the Victoria Cross, or to be awarded the Victoria Cross in the Great War. Wow. He did it for an action. He got it for an action at Gallipoli. Yep. In which he single-handedly cleared the Australian trenches of Turks. Wow. There was about a month after the Gallipoli landings on May the nineteenth, if I'm not mistaken. The Turks, the Turks had stopped the Australian advance on that first day, yes. famously, right? And then there was a stalemate. Yeah. And then the Turks got enough men to the front line to try and push the Australians, New Zealanders, British, Indians, whoever else, back into the sea. Yeah. And they stormed the Australian lines in these huge numbers, and the Aussies managed to repel them uh, at every point except one. Mm-hmm. And that was where Albert Jacker was. They actually got into the trenches and uh, started wreaking havoc. I mean, if you're yeah. firing sideways through the trenches, I mean, there's no protection. Yeah. I mean, fast superior uh, weaponry as well. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. And um, and so uh, Jacker showed a lot of initiative and a lot of daring, and he con- uh, convinced his commander to let him run around the back. And whilst there was a distracting fire on one end of the trench, he jumped into the trench. Uh, lobbed a grenade and, and de- bayoneted three Turks and shot five and captured the rest all on his own. Wow. So he's a brave guy and he's basically, his history is great as badass. If, if Australia's, Australia history is great as badass and if, um, if, this, if that was an American story there'd be a movie about him already. My oath there I've got, would. I've got a bit of a problem with that that we don't tell our own story here enough in this country. We, we, um, we listen to other people's stories and watch American stories and English stories and there's all these great stories that are untold and um, I think people are trying their best to, to get them out there. You know, you, obviously you're one of them. But um, I just think there's so much history and culture here that doesn't get spoken about, doesn't get put into a theatrical, you know, form, but that that people can um, people can digest it and get to know it and get behind it and start talking about our own our own history, our own culture, our own stories instead of having to live off other people's all the time, you know. Right, exactly. And um, yeah, there's lots of ways to do it. it. Doesn't necessarily always take much money, and and people, yeah, it, it it's very difficult. Yeah, it, it can be. I get a bit frustrated about it myself, as yeah. you can probably sense. Yeah. Uh, I put a lot of work into that show. I bet you um, did. Yeah. And uh, well, we're really proud of, of what we achieved. And one day, uh, who knows, it might get put on again. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, And this is what you performed. Uh, uh, so I was a, 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 a slimmed-down reenactment of this at the Northwest Fest. That's exactly right. And was it on the Sunday? Did you open on the Sunday? Yeah, I opened yeah. on the sort of family-friendly day. Yeah, yeah, the Sunday. About yeah. 4 in the afternoon, 4.30 yeah. or something. And I played about six songs in a half-hour set, 
uh, from Jack of EC, Legend of Gallipoli, and they were sung by different characters in the story. Okay. And so that was a really awesome experience for me. I had a great time. Yeah. I'm really grateful to Brad Holder. That's what was going on. I would have got there a bit earlier to, to, to watch it. I was a little bit dusty from the night oh, before. Oh, the night before. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was there the night before as well. Yeah, out uh, the student house is like about two doors down. Oh, okay. And so I went home a little bit early, but yeah. yes, uh, there was no sleeping going on. It yeah. was deafening. Yeah. These guys are pretty good. I'm just listening from my bed there. But, um, yeah, yeah, so um, it was fun, had a good time on the Sunday, and it was a road testing for the format for this next show, sure. because I was singing and accompanying myself on viola, I'd never done that before. Okay. Yeah. I'd sung in bands where there was another violin player or another cello player, and I'd sung and played guitar or bass or drums or whatever to sort of like accompany myself, Yeah. but I'd never done it on the viola. So how, how many instruments do you, do you play? Oh shit! Um, not that many, but but a, a fair few. Um, All the strings? No, I don't know. Christ, no, no, no. I I can only play the viola. Okay. I I picked it up late in life. Okay. Like um, I picked it up in my thirties. Um, uh, you're confident confident enough on it to play and and sing at the same time. So that's obviously you. Put a bit well, the singing distracts from the playing. Okay, <laughs> but, but but they do both have to be in tune. Yeah, because you don't have yeah. to play anything super technical because sure. you're doing okay. something else too, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're not they're not blown away by the viola. <laughs> it's uh, but yeah, hold my own, I guess. But um, no, I can't play the violin. I, I went straight for the viola because I just love the deeper sound. Yeah, and I can't play the cello. Yep. So love but, the cello as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. gorgeous yeah. Yeah. instrument. But cellists are a dime a dozen. Yeah, I bet. Dime yeah. a dozen. As are bloody violin players, especially in medical school. It's a freaking cliche. And uh, <laughs> viola, if you play the viola, it's like playing the bass in the rock band. As soon as you yeah. own the instrument, yeah. regardless of whether or not you can play it, you get the gig. Yeah, okay. Right? You buy the viola. Like, <laughs> we let a viola play. Yep, yep, yep. And any, any suburban orchestra, it's like... Uh, I, you know, when I first took up the viola and I, I learned for a couple of years and I sat in an exam and I, as, as soon as people get wind that you've got it, it's like, oh, come join my orchestra, come join this, that it's and the, the next thing. It's the back door, it's the back door entry it's into brilliant. the orchestra. That's right. <laughs> Marvellous. And they'll forgive you like a, a lot of wrong notes <laughs> yep. just to have you there. And I, I'm, I'm talking to the conductor when I show up, it's two weeks till the concert and we're going to play Scheherazade by Rimsky-Korsakov, which is pretty tricky. Yeah. And I'm like, name's tricky. Yeah, right, right. Can't even <laughs> bloody pronounce it. And uh, the uh, the conductor's like, I'm saying, are you sure you want me to do this? And they're like, you own a viola. You're in the concert. I'm like, it. okay, yeah. okay, fine. <laughs> so I just practice my ass off, and um, yeah, uh, I really get a kick out of it. It's it's um, before that, it was mainly the sort of rock and roll kind of instruments: yeah. bass, guitar, mm-hmm. drums. Okay. You um. Over the years, I've played a lot of bands, and I just kind of had to learn the instruments that... I needed? Um, that's right. <laughs> People would quit the band, and yeah. I guess, well, I guess I'm going to have to play bass now. Yeah, cool. And, and sing. And then, you know, the drummer quit, and I go, okay, you can play the bass, I'll play the drums and swing and sing. And um, learn it kind of that way. And so, I guess, it's just like, you know, fuck it, I'll have a go. Yeah. Yeah, and cool, I like man. jack of all trades, master of some. <laughs> jack of all trades, master of some. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah like yeah, it. Well, yeah. Keep yourself versatile. Some will always have a need for you. So. That's the idea, especially if you play the viola. The viola. And speaking that's of... That's my tip for you kids out there. Take up the viola. 
And uh, uh, speaking of musicals, you've written and now performing a, another musical, One Man Musical. That's right. Correct? Yeah. Tell us all about it. I know very little about this. I spoke to Brad Holder last weekend. Mm. Um, did a little bit of an interview on the podcast with him as well uh, about what he's been getting up to and what he's got coming up. And he said, I said, anyone, you know, anyone you think's interesting I should have a chat to, anything going on, you know, like I'm always keen to get someone on, right, so it's not just me rambling to myself on the podcast, talking shit. He said, yeah, I got this, you know, this guy's really interesting, he's written a one-man musical about a, this is all I know about it so far, um, a kid draws a penis on mm-hmm. a piece of paper, and an adult sees it, and then there's, uh, yep. uh, what's the word, it is, uh, Offended, I suppose, and then that's the general thrust of it. Yeah, and we go through a series of different uh, stages of different people seeing this this picture and uh, situation developing along the way. So that's pretty much it. Yeah, you t- tell tell me tell me tell me where the idea came from. <laughs> well, um, you know, I, uh, you know, as you know, I've been was writing uh, writing uh, theatre shows and, and rock songs for a long time. And I actually did a fringe show this year, and it's 2018, at the start of the year, called Human Services, okay. which took the piss out of the Department of Human Services. Lovely. At, at, I.e. Centrelink. Yep. And uh, I did it with a bunch of young people and I, singers that I knew from Perth, and we had a fun time. It was really good. We did, we did one show in, like, the previous year in, like, November, and then we did it again at, at Fringe World uh, Festival in Perth, this year, and that went pretty well. Yeah. So I thought I'll give another crack. Okay. But I'm getting rid of all you assholes <laughs> because <laughs> it's just too much work. To, I mean, I, I love them, but it's just well, for starters, I'm I'm up in Headland and I can't rehearse with anyone else. Sure. Yeah. And uh, and if I don't have to show anyone else, I don't have to write anything down, and sure. that saves heaps of time. Except maybe the words. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you write music uh, for I mean, rock bands will play by ear. Jazz yeah. bands play by ear. Everyone yeah. else, they need charts. Yeah. yeah? Yep. And um, so that's pretty time-consuming. But anyway. So the music's in your head? The music's in my head, yes, at the okay. moment. Yeah, yeah. And occasionally I forget. <laughs> if I haven't rehearsed for, for a few weeks, it's like, oh, Christ, what's that fucking chord again? Uh, and then that is the beauty of recording stuff on your phone. And, and I suppose the more people... You, you've got involved the more moving pieces the more people you need to coordinate and maybe sometimes babysit a little and, and, yes. and things like that yes you get the nail squarely on the head Dave yeah. I'm not all that good at it <laughs> I just want the result yeah sure I, I, I you know maybe my people skills are a little bit lacking coordination's a job on its own really isn't it right it, it, it so. is and, yeah. and if and if you're doing all the artistic yeah making those decisions and you making the drain that artistic mind with all the, the moving pieces and logistics that's right my, so. art, my mind is for higher time <laughs> Tasks, David, and I'm not going to put up with your shit and teenagers. Like, no, they're nice people, but uh, this year I just decided to trim the fat, as it were. Sure. And uh, so, but the subject matter. So that that's the format. Yeah, I decided. The fuck format, it, I'm yeah. going to do a one man music. I'm going to play the goddamn viola. It's going to be easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to. Um, the uh, the previous show was like a Gilbert and Sullivan style musical. I don't know what that means, but okay. Privates of Penzance. Okay, yeah. Heard of that? Yeah. HMS Pinafore. Okay. Uh, HMS Pinafore was uh, made more famous by The Simpsons. Okay. Right? Yeah. Bart Simpson yeah. says to 
uh, 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 Sideshow Bob before he's about to slit his throat on a boat. It's like, oh, yeah. wouldn't you've got a you've got a beautiful voice. Guilty as charged. Yeah, okay. Would right. you mind singing me the entire score of the HMS Pinafore? And so, uh, Bob uh, says, Everything very well, Bart. I'll yeah. send you to heaven before I send you to hell. I remember that uh, he was trying to kill Bart's auntie, uh, um, Patty. He's, Yes, pretty yeah. much everyone in the family at some point, I think. Yes, but, um, yeah. Yeah, but HBS, so that's Gilbert and Sullivan. And so I, I wrote a show, a comedy opera like that. And this this show, I thought, no, nah, I'm going to update the style of music. It's going to be modern songs. Okay. So we've got a rap song. We've got a punk song. Nice. We've got a disco song. Oh. When I say modern, I, I yeah. guess I probably mean the 70s. But yeah, anyway, sure. close enough, right? Yeah. Um, there's a jazz song. There's a couple of them. There's, uh, there's a ballad... Um, uh, Christ, what else? Um, there, there's yeah, yeah. There's a hair metal song. Okay, nice. Uh, like yeah. maybe Twisted Sister, and there's a yeah. death metal oh, song. Love Twisted Sister. Yeah, yeah. sweet. Yeah. We're not gonna take it and all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Very corny now. You look back, but I, used to, I like. Oh, it. it's great. Yeah. So yeah. good. And um, yeah, just that. Yeah, so yeah, it's uh, it gives you a, an idea of the sort of breadth there. Um, yeah. And. Um, the subject matter. The, the yes, su- the, the subject, subject matter. matter. I've been trying to avoid talking about. <laughs> no, 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 you're right. It can't. It can't be avoided. So as you, as you, well, do you remember? Uh, people didn't get upset about everything. Y- yeah. Y- y- <laughs> right. I'm a bit over it myself. But the thing is, is there was a very specific thing that happened, and that's. Now this is a little, a little divisive. I don't know how all your listeners are going to feel about this, it's but. Fine. But I feel we should be free to discuss these things. So, uh, whilst I don't um, want anyone to get uh, too offended, uh, at the same time, I'm kind of deliberately offending people to make a point on this show. But anyway, um, Bill Leake got in trouble. Do you remember Bill Leake, the cartoonist? He's now dead. But he got in trouble for a particular cartoon that he drew. Um, And he got in trouble with the Human Rights Commission. Do you know what I'm talking about? He used to do the... um comic strip in the, the Sunday Times? Is that the, the guy? I can't remember who he drew for. I think it was the Australian. Australian. It was, um, it was a weekly weekly cartoon, little comic strip. Um, Political satire. And that sort. Yeah, I should. You're right. I, I should. Um, I, I remember quite a bit about the episode, but bits, elements of his career, I don't know in detail, okay. so I've got to look this up a bit more. But um, yeah, he was a political satirist, yeah, yeah. cartoonist. Yeah. And he drew a cartoon... Um, which I won't go into the detail of, but basically caused a lot of controversy. And people made complaints to the Human Rights Commission, okay. yeah, which, bell, yeah. which they do simply by filling out an online form at no personal cost. Yep. And once that complaint is made, the Human Rights Commission is forced to investigate. And he massively got draw- dragged over the coals for this. Now, luckily he has the lawyers of the News Limited Corporation behind him to, to defend him. But... but so it could have gone a lot worse, but it essentially, a year after this, he died of cancer. So the the uh, the, the last year of his life was marred Stress. by all these legal troubles. Stress right? and people telling him he's a horrible person and you know, right, like, yeah. exactly, accusing him of all sorts of things, and yeah. um, and it uh, his whole reputation came under fire, and and so, uh, so the the Human Rights Commission did that to him. And basically, 
there are a bunch of people who get paid a lot of money by the taxpayer to yep. sit around and, in my opinion, do fuck all and sort of tell us all what we can and can't think and write and do. Yeah, and what we should be offended about, what's offensive. And there's, there's, a, there's this whole culture around now of people uh, just waiting to get offended by things. Exactly. Lurking. Oh, that is a brilliant term. It's not my term. That's Joe Rogan's term. I better just throw that out Recreational there. outrage. Recreational I've never heard outrage, that. Outrage, yeah. I was just yeah. going to look a sport. up Joe Rogan. Did. Oh, absolutely. Joe it's entertainment. Rogan. For these yeah. guys, and they don't give a fuck That's right. and about the awful consequences for some form people. They fill out. It could be a blog, it could be a form, it could be a, an Instagram or Facebook post or whatever it is. But people, everyone has access now. That's to voice, right. Which is great, but at the same time, there's a lot of fuckheads out there, and they've got a keyboard and a computer, and they can put their two cents out there. Very easy to do. Yeah. And if you get, if you get a hundred people in a room, right? The chances that one of those people are going to be a complete fucking idiot is is a hundred percent. One person out of a hundred is going to be an idiot, right? Oh, I'd say yeah. You're underestimating it there, but the, with very, absolute certainty, yeah, absolute certainty, there'll be one at least one dickhead. Yeah, so, exactly. So we extrapolate those numbers across the country, across the globe. Everybody's got a computer. Speaking within, obviously, the. the no, everyone's got a computer. Yeah, yeah. If they don't, they have a phone. Yeah. Everyone's got a computer or a phone. Everybody's got a voice. There's a lot of people in that, once, once that number's extrapolated, they're just, they're just fucking morons. And they've got access, they've got a voice, they can say what they want, they can get out there, and, and then they can start little groups, and people can jump in their group, and they can you know, get some force and traction behind them and make other people do something about their complaint and what they're, what they're upset mm. about. And this is, this is what's going on. This is part of the, the, the beauty of, of technology. and the, Recreational the, outrage. Yeah. Yes, that's a good one. It's a sport. You're bored. You're sitting at home. You know. Yeah, let's just get pissed off about something. Yeah, so th- this show is basically a, a piss take of outrage culture, but Good. specifically, it's about how some people in their outrage just think that it's perfectly reasonable to call on the power mm. of the state, mm-hmm. the powers that be, to shut down conversations, Whatever to shut down debate. It's that, in my opinion, you've got a democratic right. To be a complete dickhead if yep. you want to and rant and rave it's, it is super annoying a lot of the time but I think Twitter and, and the internet generally speaking whilst, whilst it's brought out the bad side on a lot of people it's, 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 it's given people access to a lot of information they didn't have before sure. formed communities of people who previously would have been really lonely and felt isolated because their view was uh, different to what's in the mainstream media. It's also helping us see uh, people we, we didn't know anything about, other cultures and, and other uh, countries and races and things like that, see what we've got in common with them. Absolutely. Oh, these people aren't complete fucking aliens to me. We, we're, we're very similar. So that gets rid of a lot of hatred and, and, and draws people and communities and things like that together. So that's another great thing. But, you know, one of the, the byproducts of it is that people can go on there and have a whinge about anything. They, absolutely they can. And But... but and uh, and some people will whinge to the authorities, yep. you know. And you can't you can't offended. say no. Yeah, they they, they it's, it's, or just have your rant. Just go online and have your rant. Say how how you don't like something. But the minute you the minute you call the cops on someone for saying something, you've crossed a line. I mean, George Orwell in, in his book 1984 was so ridiculously. <laughs> Prescient, you know, had the, had the foresight to see all this coming, yeah. and um, and we really do have thought has become a crime. Yeah, 
Yeah. And what makes it a crime? Yeah. What makes it a crime? If you don't uh, think the same way as the people that you're supposed to think the same way as, all of a sudden you're doing something right. wrong. You're a bad person. You're not allowed to have a difference of opinion. You right, know, and it's as wishy-washy as that. The thing yeah. is, it's not like... This thought is wrong, that thought is wrong. Well, that would be bad. Yeah. That would be, be really bad. That would yeah. be bad enough, but at least it would be clear. Yes, this is right. Now, is, yeah. what makes it illegal is if someone takes offence to it. Yeah, yeah. And that is such a fluffy definition. Anyone takes offence to everything that's all the right. fucking time. That's right, yeah. And, and, and legit, that's enough to be hauled before the courts. Or, strictly heard? speaking, the Human Rights Commission is not a court. But 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 it's a, it's have which is which makes it even weirder. Yeah, like if it if, does, if it yeah. was the court, you'd have the presumption of innocence. It's this bizarre kangaroo court. It shouldn't even be there. Probably a presumption of guilty of being guilty Ab- if you're there. Absolutely, you're, you're guilty you, because you, you're here. You, if you get someone, you have to answer their you 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 have to explain yourself. Yeah, and, explain and, yourself. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's, yeah. it's like being before the bloody headmaster. Yeah. You know, when you're a kid. It's, well, it's, it's funny you're saying that because when you were saying these people go to the authorities or they you know they, they call the cops on you, it's kind of made me think to a, to that kid at school that runs and dobs on on everyone. That's what that's what they're doing. They're, they're dobbing. It's not enough to say I disagree with you. I don't like your point of view. This is why. This is my opinion. This is why I think you're wrong. Mm. That's a discussion. That's a debate. Two people can have that discussion, and then they can walk their separate ways and go. Okay, fine. That's what that person thinks. Oh. But to run off and dob on someone else, I mean. I don't like what he's saying. Make him stop. That's not what freedom of speech is. That's Abs- not the country that Abs- we live in. Absolutely. But the thing, the, st- the sad people... thing is, Dave, it is the country that we well, live it's, in. It's, and it's, it's trending the... that way at the moment. No, my friend, it's already there. You reckon? You don't, you don't think we're going to swing back? The pendulum's just swinging one way, the in- swinging the, the inst- other. The other. Well, public, public opinion is one thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. politicians are particularly good at annoying it. I agree with you that yeah. public opinion is swinging away it's from public, it. Yeah. That's part of the reason why I'm doing this show. I think there'll be an audience. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, the institutions yeah. are already there. Yeah. They're enshrined in law, okay, and so they you, have the power. You, you, you're, part, you're a part. We're of already the, there. You're a part of the, the university system here in this country. I don't know much about it. I never went to university. What I do know is that in America. The um, higher education system is entrenched with the left-wing politicians, and they teach the things they teach students um, in college in America. And mm-hmm. it, it comes from academics, and it's pushed out into the world through the upper echelons of, of society. Is that something that's happening in our country, or is it? Is it come from a different perspective? Is this? Are these things sort of pushed and expected, and perhaps even taught in our university systems in, in Australia? Um. Is that more I'm, subtle? Um, yes, is the answer. The short answer is yes. Uh, I'm not studying an arts degree. Sure. So I think they're particularly notorious for being left-wing, yeah? Yeah. And, and paradoxically, even though arts, the arts is supposed to teach you to be a free thinker, yeah. it's supposed to be the most liberal way of thinking. They, it's quite the opposite. But even and in left, medicine... And left-wing politics used to be very accepting as well of, of outside fringe ideas and, and new ways of thinking, and they seem to be very militant these days. Um, yes, ab- absolutely. If, if you don't think the same as us, you're a bigot or a racist or, or something, you know, it, whatever, it, whatever it happens to be. And that's not what the left was about, typically. They're kind of very extreme uh, these, this day and age, aren't they? Well, yes, exactly. I mean, they've if you look at Antifa in the United States, for instance, which have their branch organisations out here, they're practically a bunch of brown shirts, yeah. like, like, you know, the thugs that would go out there uh, on behalf of Hitler and, like, uh, smash up 
uh, Jewish shops yeah. and publicly intimidate people Strong who arm didn't. The public, yeah. yeah, and yeah. That, that's how it starts. Yeah, and and certain people uh, in the more respectable spheres of politics are just letting it happen. Yeah, and the police stand it's, by. Probably scared of, of being turned on by the mob, people in politics. Would you think? No, that I don't. No, I think that they can, they can, they can, they can, um, they might not necessarily be behind it, but they're certainly letting it happen because it indirectly helps them. Yeah, okay. If their, if their political opponents are intimidated into silence, then that helps them. So they're they're perfectly willing to let it happen and they're perfectly willing uh, to allow the police to charge if a speaker comes to town that they don't agree with, yeah. they'll charge them yeah. if, the, if the cops have to visit there. It's outrageous. There's been this thing in, in uh, Australia over the last couple of years of certain people, speakers and things, not being allowed uh, entrance to the country because they've been s- said that they're promoting hate speech and not allowed to speak in certain places, public forums or, or education facilities because they're promoting hate speech. And even, hate speech is a weird word, but even if, if that person does have a negative message, you, you combat that with, with an argument. Not by banning them, not by here, outlawing here. it. You, you say, okay, come and tell us what your ideas are. And all these people here, these smart, educated young people with their own brains, their own ideas, their own you know, morals, are going to formulate a retort to that and, 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 and show people who uh, they're involved with and show the world why they think that idea is wrong, not just ban it and close the door. That's, that's dangerous. That's when ideas go underground and, you know, and, and can, and can I agree. speed and... and, and, and force underground like that. I, I, I agree, and it's also a sign of um, the, that the people who... that, 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 that people are unable uh, uh, to defend their ideas in a public debate because they're wrong, yeah, and they, they wrong. know they're wrong, yeah. and so they need to prevent the debate. Um, and it's just really unhealthy for democracy. Yeah. And then the but, development of people's minds. Like, if people ab- are coddled the whole way through and then they can't stand up for themselves and pre- present their own ideas against contrary ways of thinking, they're going to have a bunch of morons running around running the country. Couldn't agree themselves. with you more. Couldn't agree with you more, Dave. So that's why, that's why it's good that we've got f- uh, forums like your uh, podcast and just stuff on the internet or whatever so that we can Access to information speak our and, minds. Uh, yeah, exactly. And we can share thoughts and, and, and get open, free speech going. You know, that's right, but the authorities have to permit it. Like ultimately, if if free speech is illegal, people will find ways to shut it down. And but and um, and I don't want to be too negative, but the thing is, uh, okay, free speech is the right with which you defend all your other rights. Sure, if it's yes. it's the first yes. right. Yes, if you can't say what you think. And you can't defend your, your, yourself with ideas, then you can't. All your other rights will be taken from you as well. Exactly. Sure. And yeah. so it's absolutely fundamental, and it's it's it goes back to Magna Carta. It's a long tradition in the English-speaking world, and it. And I don't care how offended or pissed off you are by what someone else has said. Um. You must defend the right to free speech. There's an old adage that says, I disagree with what you say, but I'll fight for your right to say it. Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so, I I think, practically speaking, in the modern world, it's like, if that's not your position, then you're not, then you don't believe in free speech. 
if, if you agree to, to extend it a bit more, if, if you only believe in free speech for what you agree with, then you don't believe in free speech. No, with with free speech means that there's going to be things people say, ideas people have that you are not going to like. It may upset you, offend you, or scare you. Mm. That's fine because that means, in the same breath, there's going to be thoughts that you have that other people don't like and cannot stop you from having or saying. Absolutely. Who do you think it comes back round to in the end? If you try, if you use the government to shut down your ideological opponent. Who's going to protect you That's right. as when as you're, you're not, in the minority? As soon as you're not standing in the right column, and it happens to people very quickly, they think they're in the right column, and then the winds shift, and all of a sudden you're standing in the wrong column, and now you're a yep. horrible person. You're gleeful. You're in the human rights That's it. tribunal, yep. or whatever the hell they call it. Yeah, 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 commission, but <laughs> commission. yeah, same deal, whatever, <laughs> kangaroo court. And if you're not... Right, so it, it's all about tolerance. Tolerance is not about liking... No, something no. tolerance is about not liking something, and but still, it. <laughs> yeah, but still thinking, okay, you've got a right to do it, and yep. I'm not going to stop you. And and if you are checking the time, you right. William James, keep going. Great. The the um, and so if you're not into free speech, if you if you think people don't have the right to say things that offend you then you're not into free speech, I'm afraid, and you should have a bloody good hard look at yourself because you are going contrary to all the traditions that have brought you your freedoms right now. Yeah. yeah. And, and, it, and, and I mean that. Something that actually like legit offends you, trying to think of something that would really upset you, you have to feel in your heart that you would actually go into battle to protect that other person's right to say something that's actually really upset you. Yeah. That's 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 what that's what it really means. Yeah. It's an actual legit commitment. Yeah, it is. And so we, we've had a, actually a pretty serious discussion about free speech here. Yeah. But <laughs> it's good. It's good. <laughs> which I've enjoyed. Yeah. I'm good. Nothing I'm glad. I enjoy more than getting on my soapbox a bit. Yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm glad to, to have you uh, excited, mate, and and, uh, and getting the conversation going. That's what this is what I want. My pubes are standing on end. <laughs> I'm aroused. All of them. All yeah. of them. Well, most. The vast majority. <laughs> well, so, in that, in that vein, in that thought, I understand where your passion is now and what sparked you to, to write this, this musical. How, for you, how does it tie in to that message? And how do you hope that that uh, affects people and gets them thinking with this specific musical about the, the, the drawing of a dick? <laughs> see that's the point you see it's all very well to have a nice rant and I love doing that as you probably just worked out it's great it's but it's good. <laughs> thank you Dave thank you I can see you're, you've, you know, you've, you've got the passion I'm trying to f- feed the fuel a little bit feed <laughs> the fire thank keep, you sir keep, keep him going but keep the going. idea with this show that it was actually not going to be a lecture it's, it's entertainment you sure. know you want people to pay money to come and check it out yep. you know they've got to leave with a smile on their face so yep. You know, the, the primary aim here is to give people a bit of a giggle. Uh-huh. And so, the, the way we're going to do that is by giving them the world's biggest dick joke. Yep. Right? Yep. It, I mean, I'm proud to be carrying on a tradition of people like puppetry of the penis. Yep. And, I don't, um, for instance, uh, Barry Humphreys, Australia's greatest comedian with the character of uh, Les Patterson. Okay. You know, it's, it's, it's dick jokes all the way. Dick jokes all the it's way. It's a long Australian ben, ben tradition. Ben Folds has, has referenced this, this, this techniques. If you can't, hold, uh, if you can't uh, draw a crowd, draw dicks on the wall. Right, 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 exactly. So perhaps it's, 
I, I can't draw a crowd at the moment, so exactly, exactly what I'm drawing. <laughs> I'm drawing dicks on the wall and hoping they show up. So, essentially, the story of this show is a kid writes, a kid draws a cartoon of a dick. Yep. And as, he gets we all, as we all have, all us, as boys, we all have. all us boys have anyway. Absolutely. It's, it's perfectly, well, I didn't. No. And I somewhat look down on people who actually have in real life. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Or maybe I was a bit of a goody two-shoes. But now, as an adult, I'm reliving the youth that I should have had, and I'm drawing a whole bunch of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, this kid draws a dick and gets into all sorts of trouble. Sure. One of his teachers fills out that online form, and then he has to go um, to, before the Human Rights Commission. And one by one, the commissioners come up and tell him off. Yeah. They, they, they have... Um, they put all sorts of interpretations. It's vulgar and disgusting. It's, and... Yes, extremely. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I've been preparing for this by listening to a lot of Kevin Bloody Wilson. Okay. Right? You know, we, we, as much filth as possible. No. Yeah. <laughs> and um, basically, each song, each, each commissioner comes up and sings a song. There's the race commissioner, there's the sort of gender commissioner, yep. there's, the, there's the gender fluid commissioner. Yep. There's the the head of the committee, uh, the president. Uh, then there's the commissioner for religion, and then there's the kids' lawyer, and all, all of these people get a song in a different genre. Yeah. And every song's a dick joke, and 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 so in some way they put an interpretation on this innocent doodle, pun yeah. intended. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and accuse the kid of the most heinous crimes, the <laughs> thought crimes, basically say, "What is the matter with you?" Blah blah blah, and uh, and he's like. I don't know what's going on here. Jesus Christ! You know, like the the little kid is um, uh, a little bit taken aback by yeah, it all. Yeah. He gets in a, more more than he bargained for. But that that's basically the story, and as he has to work a way out okay. uh, at the end. Well, it sounds awesome, mate. And how, how long does this thing uh, go for? It's about fifty five minutes, I think. Last I looked, minutes. it might actually be longer than that. I did a. Uh, Brad Holder up here has been uh, really helpful, like having me a place yeah, to rehearse. Legend, yeah. Yes. Top bloke. He's the same guy who gave me the gig at the Northwest Festival, yep. and so he gave me the confidence to do this show. And um, he's, he gave me a place to rehearse, and I've actually workshopped it with him already a little bit, like yeah. given him. It's not completely written, but say like eighty-five percent written. I've given him a, a sort of uh, impromptu sort of performance and got some feedback. Yep. And um, jeez, uh, I completely lost my train of thought. It's all right. You're telling me the the, the um, where where it started, how it's going so far, you've been writing it, um, you've performed it for Brad, so it's about 55 minutes long, you've performed it for that, Brad, that was it, the length, yeah, so it, it, it was a bit longer than I intended, when that, that, that was it, like, um, uh, when I did it for, for Brad, so I might have to trim a bit of fat here and there, but I think, I think the longer up, the better, up, yeah. yeah, I mean, we want to get people value for money, but sure. it's going to be put on at the Fringe the World, an hour's good, an hour's good, yeah, that's what I like about Fringe World shows, yeah, and that sort of standard comment, Format of comedy festivals, be they in Edinburgh, be they in Melbourne, be they in Perth, yeah. um, you get a stand up <coughs> to go for about an hour. It's good. It's, good, yeah. it's a good amount of time. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. It is. And like, you can either work three or four people through over the mic if it's. If, normal stand ups are, are pretty short. Yeah. Uh, um, but uh, you, entry level sort of, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. You don't know how it's going to fly. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. Hour, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the hour's material. For a speaking word stand-up comedian, is a lot it's of a lot. material, it's right? A lot. Yeah. This songs make it a lot easier. Sure. You write a song, 
Yeah, yeah, it takes up a good four or five minutes. There's spoken at, in between the songs as well, then, so there's, there's yeah. spoken parts of this play as well as, as a little music. bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yeah. Most yeah. of the jokes come through with the songs. Yeah. But there's a bit of expository so set up and things like that. Yeah, yeah. just a little bit. Yeah, narration exactly. and shit like that. And kind then, of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Basically, the characters speak to one another a little bit in between the songs, just yeah. to clarify the story. Sure. Sometimes people don't always pick up on the lyrics when it's in a song and it's sung yeah, in a yeah. funny accent. It yeah. goes past real quick. Yeah. So, you kind of got to repeat some sort of key plot points so people know what's going sure, on. Sure. Um, and crack a few jokes and what have you. But it's it's mainly about the songs, and um, and I'm I'm really uh, enjoying doing it. Hey, I, I've um I was when I started to write comedy because I was in bands for years, and then like I merged, I started to move across to comedy and theatre. Yeah. Because it's blood playing, getting blood out of a stone playing in bands is last. Basically, the entire time we're doing it's very difficult because you know, downloading and what have you, it's it's cut off a lot of yeah, career opportunities. Sure. So you kind of sure. got to diversify, right? And you're back to, to that dealing with groups of people to, to produce the the art as well, aren't you? Sometimes that is true. Sensitive people sometimes, that is or lazy true. people sometimes, or whatever. Yeah, just see, you sound like you've been in a few bands yourself, Dan. Uh, I mean, only mess around bands. I play drums. We had this conversation with Brad. I never done any gig, did any gigs or anything like that, but played, uh, you know music in, in bands and things like that through my, my teenage years and shit so been around a lot of musicians and yeah right yeah 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 I can understand how it's hard to get those things moving along sometimes everyone committed to the same focus the same goal yeah exactly and a stand up all they gotta do is take themselves they don't even have to take the fucking mic it's provided they just rock up no setup. yeah no yeah. negotiation rock up yeah. do your thing fuck off yeah like it's so it's it's, it's efficient yeah and so, sure, I have to show up with my viola, yep. and it's got to have a pickup. That's it, right? Yeah. Still and, quite light traveling. Oh, yeah. completely, yeah. And yeah. Um, I just got to... It's, it's like a musical comedian has to take their guitar. Yeah, like, sure. And, um, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm just getting a kick out of... Oh, yeah. When I, I was saying, like, I, was, I moved across the comedy, and I tried to research it a bit more, and I came across a quote. Comedy is not about a man... Saying funny things. Mm. It's about a funny man saying things. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, and so that's you. Yeah. And, and and so you can't just get up and be yourself and just try and make witty observations. That's that might work for Seinfeld. He invented that shit. Yeah. 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 But the thing is, I love going into a character mm-hmm. and exploring that character and making that character a bit of a dick. Yeah. Sure. And it just makes everything funnier. And it helps you express points as well a little bit outside the box, I suppose. Completely. Like, you, you, you I can, wish I discovered this twenty years ago. You can, like. You can, uh, can give control over to the character and he can say all sorts of shit that, that William right. would never say. That's right. Yeah. That's absolutely right. And you put on a funny voice and people realise it's not you, it's acting. Do they though? This, this is crazy thing because um, people get offended at... at I love, I they love do very comedy. easily, I love yeah. stand-up comedy. I really love it. People get so offended at, at, at stand-up comedy and I, and I see the same um, parallel with, with like hip-hop music. People get so offended by things that rappers say in their music rights. Mm. It's fucking horrible. I can't believe he said that. It's misogynistic. It's this, it's that. 
it's a it's it's a it's a character quite often. It's a character. It's we watch Quentin Tarantino movies where they fucking shoot everyone everybody in the room, you know, and then we watch. They use the N word, yes, the B word, and all the rest of it. People are raping other people and all sorts of shit. Oh, but it's yeah. fine because it's entertainment. But then yeah. as soon as somebody stands there in one on one form and says something, it's as if that's what that person believes in their heart and soul. No, it's a, it's a show. That that person said that. Maybe sometimes you are saying things that you believe in, but sometimes you're saying things because they're funny. It's, it's a, a fucking joke it, for Christ's sake. Yeah, I had a thought. It was funny. I had to say that. I had to find a way to package that, that and give it out to the job description. It is the man. job description. I had a thought. It was funny. I have to say it. That's right. Or it dies. That thought dies yeah. and no one else gets to hear it. Not, not the way I imagined it anyway. So right. don't get so offended. Fuck me. It's, it's not, a, it's not a, a lecture at a university. It's a comedy show. Yeah, you go there to laugh to let your guard down and relax. A that's bit. right, that's right. And this it shows is social commentary, but it, it is it is using in, the medium yeah. of comedy. Yeah, that's right. And it's gonna it's gonna push some buttons a bit, but like freedom of speech, mate. Yeah, that's right. And um, uh, but the thing is, it is part of Fringe World Festival, and and one of the characters is a trans character, which I it's my duty to take the piss out of. Sure, right. I mean. Because uh, uh, I mean, the joke with him is like every every he, he's the he's the commissioner for like LGBTQ or whatever yep. tra- trans people basically. Yep. Uh, oddly enough, one people who got off scot free in my show is people who are gay. Yeah. I I I just completely forgot to take the piss out of uh, them, so I'll have to take the, take that up for next time. Into the next one. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But this guy's trans, and um. Guy. Uh. Well. You may want to, let's not assume his gender <laughs> yeah. or her gender. I don't know Zia? what. Yes, yeah, that's it. And, There's seventy-eight uh, of them. There's seventy-eight of them. In seventy-eight. Canada. Oh Christ! And you can be prosecuted for using the wrong one. But yeah. Free speech. <laughs> thank you, Justin Trudeau. Real, real current tradition of the uh, of uh, British uh, uh, free speech tradition. You, you Good on you, mate. Familiar with um, Jordan Peterson. Yes, yeah, uh, of yeah, course, yeah. yes, yeah, it's a legend. Yeah. Yeah, you know about his battle. His, his yeah. Taken, so. yeah, I'm hoping to have my own. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it'd be hauled before the courts myself uh, and I get made famous by Jordan Peterson. Actually, yeah. I really don't because it'd be a massive hassle. Hey, we'll start local, mate. He went on the Joe Rogan experience and blew up. You'd come on the Average Man podcast and fucking... Average man, that's a yeah. bit of a misnomer. You're, 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 no, the you're, you're definitely man. above average. Average man talking about above average, average things. That's the way I like to sell it. So. All right, okay, yeah. Um, well, while we're right. on there, mate, I've got, a few little, I've, got, I've got a few little um, current events bouncing around here. Might as well bring up while, sure, we're, why not? while we're rolling. Uh, I, I thought I'd jump straight into it because one of them is the... Um, uh, I wanted to get your opinion on the Tasmanian... Government, or what, what, what do you call it? They're obviously part of the federal government. The Tasmanian state government um, are looking at changing the law, the legislation, so that uh, parents don't have to assign a gender to their their child at birth uh, anymore. So you can, which they've done in Canada as well. So you can have a non, my, my non, medical opinion on that specific hmm? child. Yeah, I, what do you reckon? That's madness, frankly. Um. It's, it's precisely because gender concepts in a child's mind are fluid that adults have to set them and set them firmly. Sure. A child, it's, it's madness to expect a child to be able to negotiate all the difficult concepts by themselves from infancy. Yes. And yeah. it, 
it's complicated enough and hard enough for bloody adults. Yeah. And to expect a child to do that is is nothing short of child abuse. I feel very strongly about this. I'm very upset that those people are doing that. And they are going to hurt a lot of kids, be it on their conscience, the cruelty that they will inflict. Sure. Okay, that sounds I, fair. They're not, they're not giving fr- uh, freedom and... Um, uh, a helping hand to these poor little infants that don't know whether they're uh, male or female. They're adding another confusing, messed up decision to their plate to make as... If, as, if as they're... As uh, exactly. And they are expediting. Uh, they, they are making it easier for adults to... Uh, impress, um, adults who are frankly idiots, hippies... To to like to to uh, use the latest trend mm. to mess with their kid's head. Yeah. And I'm sorry if your child was born with male genitalia, their sex is male. If they're born with female genitalia, their sex is female. Yeah. There are there are biological variations on that theme. Um. For instance, we've learned about androgen insensitivity syndrome, where you might actually have XY chromosomes like a boy, but your tissues don't respond. Sure. So you develop into a a, a human being that looks, for all intents and purposes, female, and is is female in their brain development and their physical development, but sadly they're infertile. Yeah. So there are biological variations to this, but they're extremely rare. And extenuating circumstances, not not the the norm or, or, or common. That's right, and we've got ways of dealing with this within the framework that we currently have, yep. which is perfectly good for the absolute vast majority of people. Yep. And um, uh, I saw a great bumper sticker about this, and um, it's like if if you belong in this bathroom, and it's a picture of a man. Yeah. And you follow my wife or daughter into this bathroom, picture of a woman, then you're going to need this bathroom, picture of the disabled bathroom. <laughs> and that is the problem, mate. I don't really Women care. Women become the victim here. Yeah, yeah. I don't really care if... They've given this if, no thought. If, if, you know, Bar- Barry, you know, is, is 110 kilos with his massive, you know, uh, beard and beer gut, feels that he's a, a woman all of a sudden wants to be called you know something else and feels that and that's what he feels and wants to, to, to I'll even call him a woman mate I don't care myself sure but the minute Barry walks into the toilet after my daughter I've got a problem man absolutely and good on you Dave you've thought the fucking thing through about yeah. the consequences for children yeah this is not just about adults accessorising culture so that they can look cool these have real real Big consequences for innocent yeah. children, yeah. and and uh, I yeah. So I object to that in the strongest terms. All Next right. question, please. Good. Okay. Um, well, let's see. Uh, I heard recently on the news um, that they've tried to implement this pill testing at another one of the festivals recently, mm-hmm. and the um, local government has put a or state government has put a stop to them doing that. So they've tried it out. I think they tried it out in Canberra uh, earlier in the year, and they had huge success. They, were, they had a pill testing tent. Kids who who were taking uh, ecstasy could go to 
the tent at the festival, get their drugs tested and see what was in it. And, a, and, and, a, and apparently a large number of kids threw their drugs out because it didn't have, you know, because it had dangerous chemicals in there and, and, and low percentage of the, the drug that they were supposedly be, uh, consuming. Kept people safe um, with taking drugs that they're already getting hold of and they're already taking into these festivals anyway. Um, I was wondering what, what your opinion is on that, the, the, the government putting a stop to them doing these tests on the pills to, to, in, in an attempt to keep people who are already taking drugs safe while doing so. It's a, it's a, it's a fine line, isn't it, because whilst the, the government doesn't want to be seen to be approving of kids taking drugs, um, <coughs> they're taking drugs. They're taking drugs already. And, <coughs> by the way, I think if you are taking ecstasy... And listening to house music, you're a bit of a twat. But anyway, <laughs> it's um, well, you're just young. <laughs> in other words, a twat. But anyway, um, the, 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 uh, but um, you know, we had uh, you get you do get quite a few deaths, don't you? From, you do, and and uh, you do, yeah. and I really don't think, especially young... if people are too scared to go to any authorities or anything like that, when things start going wrong, that I'm going to oh, get in trouble, absolutely, they don't want to get it. Yeah, why? Yeah, and your, your kids are having a seizure or something like that. Yeah, it just needs to be a safe place they can go. They need to be able to just test the drugs and say, look, this is what you're taking. Well, this, I think prevention is better than cure, yes. and and if those uh, machines are actually, I, I I hadn't come across, uh, maybe I'm not across it, but uh, I hadn't. You know, if if they if those machines are accurate, are and, accurate and telling yeah. the kids that there's oh, there's actually heaps of rat poison in this yeah. pill you're about to take, then then I see that as a pretty positive thing. Um, so w- in which state is this being outlawed? Or um, uh, I wouldn't, I don't know. I think New South head. Wales had a debate about this about about after that festival, people got hurt, and and and, and the Labor government, or whatever the government was, um, came down uh, firmly against it. But, um, uh, yeah, well, look, I, I have to say that my, uh, that I think I broadly support those, those tents, you know what I mean? Like, can we have, we have ambulances there, we have, we've got the prevention, but we, we, we've got the cure, but we don't have the prevention. Yeah, sure. You know, if, if you're going to... I also feel that we've got the information and the technology, and it's, it's not right to hold that back from, from people and from kids when, when it's available there. I, quite right, and, and we should make the fucking... Um, if, if, if there's an objection of cost, make the bloody organisers of the event pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. They're, right. they're cleaning up. You know, they're, they're making a shit ton of money, and they're <laughs> indirectly encouraging kids to take drugs because you have to take drugs to enjoy that shit music. <laughs> right? well, it could be a rock concert. It could be. A, it could be a. Uh, could be a rock concert. Yeah, yeah. In which case, Will, give me two minutes here. Yeah, I'm just going to. Okay, we're back. Little hiccup in the uh, recording process here. Went over the hour. Had to just jump onto the next segment, but that's cool. The pill testing, let them do it. I reckon, let yeah. Them let them do it. Okay. Um, kid died on at Levers last week uh, over in, I think it was in um, on the sunny coast. Had doing nangs. They rec- they think so that it was doing nangs and then fell off a um, a balcony. Um, and they found his body the next day. What do you? What do you? What do you? Think about well, that's that. obviously very sad. It's very sad, isn't it? I thought, um, well, that was awful. I thought it was something I needed to, to, to speak about. Was these kids go out, mate. Like your kids just finished high school, they've been looking forward to this for months and months, or maybe even the whole year. Your parents, the last thing you say when they send them out the door, look after yourself. You know, don't do anything stupid. Make sure you stay safe. You know, you say, hope their friends all look after each other, and then doing something silly and just stupid and something that you know a lot of kids have, have been involved in. You know what the nangs are? The, the nitrous oxide little uh, canisters. I think yeah, yeah. for like yeah, um, the, 
laughing gas. Cream and yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know what it is. Yeah, you can get them. The people, kids use them for like um, the canisters for, for whipped cream um, canisters. And doing some nangs and then falling off the back into his death, man. I thought that was just fucking horrible. It is fucking horrible. The, the poor kid. I mean, and the but the, and the family. you're gonna, you're gonna. But there's a lot of things uh, cause uh, uh, death by misadventure apart from mm, nangs. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, the, I mean, alcohol would be the main thing to make you lose your balance. I would have thought. I say, I say, alcohol is probably involved in that situation as well. I don't know why they decided to um, focus on the nangs and the media nangs. coverage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Media coverage is quite sketchy sometimes, isn't it? But yeah. Right, yeah, I mean, you you'll find that he would have been an underage drinker. Yeah, and yeah. and 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 it may well be his first experience with alcohol on a fucking on that scale, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, because I went to school. He's at the Gold Coast when I was a kid, and that was legit. That was my first experience with alcohol. Really, mm. but I oh, I wisely did it at ground level, <laughs> so I didn't have very far to fall. But but this poor bastard has fucked look, up. Look, as, as sad it is, I, I, I truly think it's fucking horrible. But I, I also uh, the, you hear these stories of people falling off balconies when they're when they're you know pissed or intoxicated or whatever. And as far, as much as I think that sucks and it's sad, I always kind of think at the same time like, come on, man, like, how do you fall off a fucking balcony as an adult? Like, I'm, I know. I mean, are you fucking sitting on the handrail like? And how what? does nobody know? What? So they didn't know. It's not like his friends called the police. They were. They found his body in the morning. Fuck's sake! Like, it's, oh god! It's not that I, hard to stay alive. Like fuck me! Like yeah. Well, the thing is, nangs are. It's already illegal to, to. Or is it? It's not illegal to buy nangs. I don't know if it's illegal. It's I don't even weird, know if it is illegal to toke them. One of those weird loophole things. Yeah. I think. yeah. Right, but you know, I think is that it kid. Illegal to sniff paint. I don't know. You can obviously buy paint. Kids sniff it as well. Mm, it's one well, of those weird yeah, substances. Right, but, chroming or whatever the fuck yeah, they call it. Yeah. People die doing that. Yeah. Often. Yeah, yeah uh, well, yeah, you know, fucking. It's that, well, that's just a super sad thing. It is. In really my is, view, really I'm not sure what we can do to prevent it. You can't fence in every balcony on the bloody Gold Coast. No, no. But, no. but I, I do think that, uh, yeah, I mean, you get. You, you, you do it. You do. You do expose yourself to dangers as a young person. You yeah. know, getting involved in in, the, in these kind of atmospheres, and you you got to do the fucking basics. You got to have the. You basics know, you, you got to come out. back from school this yeah. week. You know, come on. Yeah, yeah. Keep it together enough. Keep it together enough. I'm with I don't want to blame this friends, guy. Friends. I don't want to blame the victim here. You know, but friends got to look after each other too. Yeah, they do absolutely, and it, that's the thing. You get yourselves into this situation together. So get yourselves out of it together. Yeah, you know, help each other out. I agree. Okay, uh, we'll move along. Um, Jared Hayne, been accused of another sexual assault case, and I, I, my first, um, my first thought when I hear celebrity. Hang on, wait up. Is this is this guy an AFL player? Uh, rugby league. Oh, okay, right. Rugby league player. So when, when I hear of sports stars, you know, like... Are uh, they all like rapists? Well, they get, often get accused of it. And I sometimes think... <laughs> Sorry, rugby league players out there. You're, you're large, man. Don't kick the living shit out of me next time you see me. <laughs> but how, how, much, how much of it is they're just running around raping and how much of it is that there's people... Uh, get themselves into certain situations and then um, 
which is this this happens sometimes girls get themselves into a certain situation that they don't like the way it went or felt the next day and then all of a sudden the 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 um, situation can be spun a different way. This guy, him and the girl were in, involved texting back and forth. They were going to meet up together to hook up, mm. and then apparently he things got a little bit rough during the sex. And then in the morning she said that he sexually assaulted her. He didn't hit her or anything like that. I think he bit her. And then the next morning she's accused him of rape because it was she was drunk, so it was non-consensual, and it, and it was rough house. So. Things get a little Sounds bit like you sticky. need to come to my show, bro. <laughs> because the disco song is called "Everything Is Rape." That's sort of what I was. Everything at. is rape. Yeah. Everything's fucking rape. Yeah. Like, um, you know, you 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 always feel the need to 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 hear the end of the story. You're telling me this, and I'm like, okay, hey, whatever. You know, sexual assault's a serious thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It is. It, in states in America and countries that have the death penalty, rape also has the fucking death penalty. This is how seriously we take it. Yeah. It's fucked. Yeah. It's just as bad as murder. It's the worst thing a human can do to another human, yeah? Sure. Or yeah. maybe second worst after murder. But we've we, we ranked it we ranked there. it the same. It's got yeah. the same fucking penalty, yeah? Right. That's how serious it is. But it's you know, I mean, There's honestly. There's with sexual assault, isn't there? Like, murder's murder. If you kill someone, then they're dead, then you murdered them. You can't be a little bit dead, can you? No. But, like... The, the, sexual assault has like You can't be a little bit pregnant. No. There's, 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 it's a binary thing. It's a zero it's, or it's a one. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but yeah, great. So we're great on the sensitive okay. these things for... Look, look man. You get into so much trouble talking details, about this stuff. I'm not defending Jared Hayne. I just want to say that. You don't know the details. You probably never know the I details. I just think when I hear some of these stories, I think, okay, that sounds fucked up if that's how it went down. But, you know, I think, but, let's not burn this guy alive because we look, don't look, know legit, all the details. Legit. The consequences for him are so dire. Yeah, career um, yeah. career ending and incarceration. Yeah, you know, yeah. A, a, for for life. Yeah, and or whatever the penalty is, and um, you, you know, it's it, it, I, it, this. This is such a controversial issue. People have have real difficulties. I have a lot of trouble talking about it, so I wrote a song about it. <laughs> Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Sure. But the thing is, like, um, there, there's, it's a super grey area about the in- intoxication. Mm, yeah. But yeah. it... Um, they say, they try to say that, 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 that anything where the female is in- intoxicated, then she cannot consent, so it's rape, which is... But how can you ridiculous. tell? Like, are you going to breathalyse people? Like... The pra- in, in terms of a practical problem, that's a fucking nightmare. It, it's ridiculous. And what's the percentage of people that have that have been laid um, without alcohol? Rough, roughly zero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I know we've got a population problem, so maybe it's not a bad thing. But I mean, it's it's the, the two go hand in hand together throughout time. The, so what are we they, talking about? You become disinhibited and blah 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 blah. And um, and the fact is, a hangover where you feel regret—that's a fucking hangover. That's not rape. Agreed. You know, I don't know what exactly happened to this this girl, this specific case, but this woman, this woman yeah. who obviously deserves respect, but you know, it's another one of these things you say that if you don't have the right opinion, if you don't oh, say she said it was rape, so it's rape. Well, sudden, yeah, but oh, you've thrown, you you've thrown me under the bus here. You, you, you've well, no, thrown me. No, no. uh, but, but, but hell, I'm writing a show about this man. Yeah, the well, song's called "Everything it. Is Rape," that's it. and the whole, the whole is it's the disco song. It sounds like I will survive. 
and it's the victim status. It's like yeah. I'm the victim, uh, and 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 the lyrics that go along these lines, like um, you know, it, uh, it, it, rape. Everything is rape. Everything that you do to me that bothers me minutely. My my emotions are so very frail because I am a female. <laughs> you know, like uh, it's, it, 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 I've got a whole pages and pages of this, and um, in the end. Um, weaponizing sexuality in this way, I think, is 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 not a good thing. We saw what happened to Justice Kavanaugh going yeah. for the Supreme Court in America. Yeah. A woman may well have been assaulted by someone at some stage, but had not even the tiniest shred of proof that yeah. this guy had done it, and and uh, had not even a remotely plausible story. Yeah. It was full of holes. She could yeah. remember. She was absolutely certain about some things that night and couldn't remember the most basic details. Yeah. Was it 30 years ago? Oh, yep, more than that, 35. And um, and the prosecutor who interviewed her made it clear that their case would never make it to court if there was anything even remotely resembling a, a presumption of innocence. And um, wow. and but but, but but yet this guy had his uh, and his family's reputation destroyed. And you know, thankfully yeah. they didn't win that battle. But but. Um, He's still, you, red, you know, he's still you know, red scarred by it. You never get that washed. You never wash that. You off. never do, and you, and you know what? She's just made a million bucks on GoFundMe. Yeah. Yeah. There was there is a massive incentive for yeah. lying about this. There is, yeah. We have massively incentivized lying, and 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 we're not we're not we're not balancing that with a presumption of innocence on the other side. It's trial by media. Gerald Hayne probably won't recover from this in terms of his reputation. It'll always be hanging over his head yeah, now. Yeah, it always will be. What, from what, for all intents and purposes, sounds like a consensual sexual encounter with the fucking rugby league player. Did you expect yeah. it to be gentle? <laughs> you know what I mean? And do, do, cri- do I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have sex with a fucking rugby, play, rugby league player for exactly the same reason. Yeah, yeah. My asshole would hurt really fucking hard. <laughs> I just don't go into that situation. You know, if, shake, if, you, if you've hey, been dragged... hurt you shaking your hand, you know? <laughs> I know. Well, Jared Hayne probably could, yeah. That's what I mean. So yeah, right, right, exactly. Look, but but these rape, we take rape extremely seriously. And if you get if you get cornered in an alleyway yeah. and dragged off the right. street and beaten within an inch of your life and have your, and have your, uh, your, your innocence robbed from you so that so for the rest of your life you're reliving this with PTSD horrified you can never trust men can never enjoy sex it ruins your entire life we understand how fucked it is that's why there's a law against it yeah. can you guys also please take that law as seriously as we do yeah and not yes. just fucking make yeah. up these spurious complaints anybody yeah beautiful I love it I love it love the passion Thank you. I wish I could. I wish you know, when I'm talking about it, I can't make jokes about it. I only make jokes no, about it when no, I'm writing yeah, songs yeah, yeah. No, because it's, it's so serious. It is, mate. And, and and you said you said before about do we really want to weaponize sex and do we also want to take away um, power of women that they're victims all the time? You don't want to do that to them either. They don't have to be victims all the time because they were well, drunk. It they couldn't get consent. You they, they're strong women, mate. If, if they wake up the next morning and they were drunk and they did something stupid, it's still their decision, still their choice, and they live with it. If you get drunk and drive a car and run someone over, you don't go to court and say, oh, it's not my fault, I was drunk. No, they throw you in prison because you were drunk and you drove and you killed someone. If you get drunk Your and choice 
ab- you make an excellent point, Dave. Go on. Yeah, exactly. When you're drunk, the decisions you make when you're drunk are still your decisions. You can't wake up the next day and say, I actually regret that. He shouldn't have, t- should have taken advantage of me. That was rape. No, because if you, you drove home from his house that night and hit somebody, you're going to go to jail for it the next day after you know it went up to, through the court system because you're still the same person. You're still responsible for your decisions when you're drunk. Absolutely. Even if those decisions are to bang oh, rugby shit. league players, That's right. which, is, which is unwise most of the time. But like, yeah, it's like yeah. Ab- you make an excellent point. If you, if if you are uh, intoxicated, you're still responsible for the decisions you make. That's it. Yeah. Well, well, that got heavy. It did. It, did. it got heavy, William. And look, mate, oh, I've got a bunch of other little things in there that I think we need to go into. We've had a good chat. I feel fucking... It's good, mate. You're very good. Uh, you're good at talking. You're good to... Um, Thanks, poke, Dave. Poke I think you bring out the best in me. with a stick a little bit and let him come yeah. out. I enjoy that. It was fucking really, really, inter- really interesting, mate. I had a great chat with you. <laughs> um, uh, before I let you go, you, we, we touched on your on the musical... Um, um, Obviously, you told us what it's about and what has inspired it. Where's it going to be performed? How can people get involved to see it? How can people help support you? What can, what can people do? Um, okay, well, place, the first place to go is the Facebook page. The Facebook uh, page. Facebook.com slash human rights one man musical. Facebook.com forward slash human rights one man musical. That's it. Go there and like the page. You'll get some updates. Right, like it and share it. Yep, including I'm going to share this podcast when it comes out. Right, lovely. And um, that's the start. And so you, uh, and then if you want to, if you're in Headland and you want to see the preview show, which is Thursday the sixth of December. Okay. Uh, six seven thirty p.m. at PCC Productions in Wedgefield. Lovely. Then message me at that page, and yep. I will put aside a seat for you. Uh, we have it's free. Because the show is basically finished, but still kind of work in progress. Needs a bit of spit and polish, so we're just doing this as a preview show. Yeah, get some feedback. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Um, and then, if you're FIFO or you visit Perth, and you're in Perth between February 11 and February 17, please come down to the actual Fringe World show. Yep. Uh, which is at. Um, uh, Rosie O'Grady's Comedy Hub at Rosie O'Grady's which is the Irish pub just across the road from the main fringe park okay yeah um, the Pleasure Garden yep. and all, and then that's from Monday to Friday and then Saturday Sunday we're at um, a place closer to uh, Central Perth Station which is called Studio Startup Basement so they're both very central venues come down buy yourself a ticket from ticketworld sorry from fringeworld.com.au yep um, and come, come and enjoy the show. And uh, yeah, I hopefully you guys get a kick out of it if you're down in Perth, mate. If anybody's interest wasn't peaked beforehand, like I'm sure it is now. I'm fucking stoked. I'm just trying to figure out babysitters and shit like that for Thursday night, so I can come down and check it out. I want to see this. Thing I got now. a feeling you'll like really, it, Dave. Yeah, hopefully you can will, make it. I, I, I'm not going to say bring the kids. Though. No, no, I can't bring the kids down. They're too young anyway. I'll just run a mark. I need to figure out something so they can. Um, uh, I don't know the missus is busy on Thursday night, so I need to get someone to look after the kids so I can get out and come down and check it out as well, man. I'm fucking sounds awesome. Brilliant. Yeah. So and. and any, any other way people can support you, help you? Any other projects you got going on? Any, anything? Yeah, you know. Uh, this this is kind of it. Just um, please come, come to the show, like the page, uh, um, and uh, through that, you. I, I've got nothing else going on really. I mean, the, the Albert Jacker musical sort of an hiatus. There's no yeah. there's no other website okay. with which you can support me and like it. But um, 
Uh, so this would be a more if, if your uh, listeners uh, see fit to to go on and, and liking that page and just showing me some some, some support love. and buying your ticket, which is of course financial support. Yeah, that would be just amazing. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Nah, it's been a real pleasure. And, and you're leaving the Pilbara soon. This is it. I am. I'm up. very sad about it. I'm, well, in, in only about three or four days, I I leave, uh, and I. Uh, I go to Perth, I visit my family on the East Coast, and then I go on a medical elective in South Africa. Like, I'm wow. super excited about that. Yeah. I'm going to be doing, uh, well, not doing, but assisting in uh, a, a brain surgery in oh, Cape Town. Jeez. That'll be a fucking adventure. Yeah. A few bullet holes and machete That'd wounds. Be a fucking trip, man. I know, right? It's going to be nuts. It's going to go on safari. So, I mean, I got. I'm super lucky. I, I, lucky, and you're busy. You're fucking multi-talented, mate. Obviously, you're, you're, you're driven. You're out there doing shit. You're taking something away from Headland with you. You're taking this show with you, which is absolutely. Awesome, mate. I'm so, so so stoked to have, to have developed it here. To written it. It was a thought bubble in June. Yeah. And okay. then, like, I, I wrote some uh, songs that got played at the Marble Bar Ball actually in the oh, middle really? of the year. Yeah, I play them there and uh, on the guitar, not the viola, but uh, that from my stay at Yarra Station. And yeah, the juices got flowing so. So I wrote, you know, Port Helen's first fringe show. So I'm, I'm, I'm stoked about awesome, that. And man. I hope to come back here, man. When, when I get a job in a couple of years, I really like it here. You know, yeah. I like the people. They're legit. They're friendly. They're hardworking, man. And it's a good feel. A good feel around town. It's good not having any stoplights or anything like that as well. Oh my god! You can drive out an hour, an hour and a half out of town to be somewhere like Cape Croydon, you know. And Fuck yeah. So. Or fucking Coppins Gap or wherever it may be, you know. So it's beautiful for that as well. Yeah, the first set of traffic lights back in Perth, I'm going to be grinding my yeah. teeth. I'm going to be like, ah, horrible, mate. You driving down? In... No, driving no, no, yeah. yeah, I'm driving down uh, 19th of December for, for Christmas break, going down with the family, take three weeks off. So lovely, yeah, lovely. Well, mate, um, really appreciate your time. Uh, it was nice to meet you. I'm spilling. I didn't get to catch the the uh, the um, Anzac inspired musical. Um, at the the uh, Northwest Fest, you know, I, I wanted to get there a bit earlier that day. I did see your name there and, and, and look you up there because I was looking to do some interviews with some of the other um, some of the other like uh, local artists for, for the for the Northwest Fest, but just sort of didn't get anything happening in time. And did the one with with hands like houses. It's, it's so that's all right, Dave. Yeah, I mean, there's other, there was other way bigger acts on, and uh, I can always send you a bit of the video that oh, was done. Oh, I love it, you, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love it. I'll share it on the page and shit as well. You know, so Wicked. who knows? We may do Jack of BC at the Matt Dam Theatre one of these days. Yeah. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, I'll bring a pyro as well. Nice to meet you. You too, Dave. Good, Good on you, mate. Thanks, buddy. Take it easy.